This is Wednesday, February 9th. I am told that the Hungarian-born novelist Franz Kafka once said that he wanted to read books that, as he put it, wound and stab us. Or, again, as he said, the axe serve as the axe for the frozen sea inside us. In other words, they break up the ice in our heart and help us to get to know that we're alive. We feel we're alive. Yes, what do we need to read to really get our attention, to make us think about what life is all about? This is what our teacher has been trying to do to us. He wants to rouse us from our daily lives to think about the big questions. Why are we here? What are our lives for? What is the purpose of our lives for the brief days we have under the sun? Here's the strange verse we began looking at yesterday. Ecclesiastes 12:11. The words of the wise are goads. They're actual, they're, I'm sorry, they're collected sayings like firmly embedded nails given by one shepherd. Now we learned about how the book is meant to be a goad, a painful prod to get us thinking about what matters in life. But what are we to make of the firmly embedded nails? And who is the shepherd our teacher mentions here? This is the first time in this book we've heard about a shepherd. Now let's take these questions one at a time. The nails are the painful part of the goad. They are what makes the goad hurt us. Sort of like scratching with your fingernails on a blackboard, the nails in the goad get the animal's attention. And this is the result of good proverbs. They recast life in a way that makes us think. They can break up the ice in our hearts. They can wound us. And that's been our teacher's mission. In a way, this really is our mission. We don't purport to have all the answers for people. Instead, sharing Jesus with people means that we're willing to ask questions that people would like to avoid. Then we let the questions do their work. We help people to rediscover their inner thirst, like the woman at the well that Jesus reaches out to. He forces her to consider what her heart longs for and why she has moved from man to man in search of it. Often we're quick to offer the answer, and that isn't helpful unless people are asking the question. It's okay to let the goad do its work. But what are we to make of that shepherd? As we've already noticed, this is the first mention of the shepherd, and we're not given his identity. Is our teacher the shepherd? Now, it is true in the ancient world, kings were often considered the shepherd of their people. Likely Solomon, the one king in Israel, is, is, our, is our teacher, but is he speaking of himself? I don't think so. I think he is speaking of the one called David called his shepherd the Lord himself. You see, our writer and teacher has been taken on his journey himself by the Lord. Our teacher's book is a goad to prod us into thinking more deeply about life, but the Lord is the one that goaded our teacher himself into this search. The Lord is the, the one who is the shepherd of our souls. Behind the world that we can see, the Lord is prodding us to move toward the truth about who he is. He wants us to know, and he wants us to know him. On Sunday, we looked at this amazing promise that Jesus made in his Sermon on the Mount. Ask, and it will be given to you. 
Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks it will be opened. What an amazing promise this is. Seekers find, askers receive. But the problem is not everyone is seeking or asking or knocking. Blaise Pascal, the French mathematician and Christian philosopher from the 17th century, explained it like this. There are only three types of people. Those who have found God and serve him. Those who have not found God and seek him. And those who live not seeking or finding him. The first are rational and happy. The second, unhappy and rational. And the third, foolish and unhappy. You see, the good news we hear in our verses from Ecclesiastes today is that God is egging us on. He wants us to seek and find him. He is the shepherd leading his sheep. And this is what we see Jesus doing in his ministry. He pursued the very people who thought God had no interest in them. Jesus himself told his disciples that he was the good shepherd. The good shepherd that scripture had spoken about. He was there to gather his sheep and his sheep would know his voice and come to him. He also said that he came as our shepherd to lay down his life for the sheep. So this book that we've been studying comes from our shepherd trying to guide us toward truth and to himself. It comes from his loving hand. Yes, all of our questions are meant to drive us to God, that we might find the one we seek. And if we do, we will discover that he's been seeking us all along. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, your love is greater than life. We would wander aimlessly and remain lost if you did not seek us out. Knowing you, how can we not worship you? Seeing your grace in Jesus, how can we not serve you? Yet it is Jesus that has done everything necessary to give us life and bring us home to you. We thank you. We pray with gratitude for Jesus, our only Savior. Amen.